0: Savannah with American outdoor news and uh, today uh, we got two very special guests from one of my favorite companies out there It's I discovered this uh, about a year ago and man this this company's literally on fire uh, we have um, Lewis and Chris from exothermic technologies guys thanks for so much for coming on thanks for having us glad to be here now I I saw your product about a year ago, and I looked at it, and I said, flamethrower. I got to have one of those. (laughs) uh, Is that that the type
1: of reaction you get when people see your product? To be honest, it's uh, it's, it's not for everybody, but everybody that it is for is super lit up about it. You won't ever see anybody that uh, is using a flamethrower, and they don't have a smile on their face. It's just a... Just because one of those things, and it's just really, really awesome, and um, people just light up whenever they get
0: to use it. No pun intended there, right? <laughs> now, how did you how did you start uh, the company? What and, um, what possessed you to make flamethrowers? Well, I. Uh... My
1: business partner is a very successful businessman and my my background is a firefighter. I'm a retired firefighter from St. Louis County down here in Florida. I was there almost 31 years and I was fortunate enough to start at a young age and then at uh, age 50 I retired from there and I was wanting to invest in something to get something going. Not necessarily knowing it was going to be flamethrowers at the time but we were entertaining different ideas and um, we got introduced to Chris. We uh We did a Face-to-face, we flew him down. We had some meetings. He has um, an extensive background in engineering. And working with the flamethrowers years before, um, we actually got together. But we kind of uh, incorporated a really cool team and got this thing going, uh, did some really cool um, upgrades with our cognitions and different things that we did. And one thing led to another. You know, we really had some cool ingredients for success with uh, the sales team that we have with the product that we have and it just took off it, it literally took off i was telling you just a few minutes ago the first 800 that we um assembled uh the sales team opened 114 retail stores with those 18 and now we're at close to 650 with eight wow. distributors and how long you've been in business since 2019 um and then production you know um uh, uh, Chris, when, when did we actually, was it May of 2019?
2: Um, May of 2020 has only started shipping. And since then, we've done over 40,000 units. So we are the number one manufacturer of this type of product by far. We definitely took over the market by storm. Uh, and that's partly, I mean, obviously due to our winning team here, we've got you know, a national sales team that has relationships with dealers across the country. So we immediately got our product into those gun stores, those hardware stores in front of people and word spread. And that's just, that's really what cemented our, our position there. And then of course, since we have the best product of its kind with the arc ignition technology, which we have a uh, patent pending. I think it's actually uh, getting through right now. We got to talk to our lawyers a bit, but. Um, that's a pretty exciting thing. You're out there standing around with a stun gun and, you know, have a flamethrower shooting fuel and, Hey, does this work? <laughs> it does. Look at that. And, uh, we refined that and made it extremely durable. So it's a, it's a pretty cool product to be able to turn it on and press the button and you've got an instant 25 foot stream of fire. And that then of course, crazy. uh, we went on and introduced an underbarrel version as well. So not only can you use it handheld and and things like that, but you can mount it to a picatinny rail.
0: <laughs> so you can connect it to your AR. When you run out of rounds, you could just set them ablaze.
2: Unless you're down there doing a controlled burn, and all of a sudden a threat appears, and they're coming at you, hey, look at that.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, from a standing position, this will project 25 feet. Yes. Yep. And and so, uh,
1: which is really cool. That's, that's kind of our uh, – claim to fame is the on demand meaning when we uh when you power it up and uh all the safety features are in go mode then when you hit a button it stimulates the fuel supply and the ignition at the same time so when you hit it 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 has fire and when you stop it, it stops
2: so historically, you need a pilot torch of some sort running every yeah. flamethrower over the years. They either, the original ones used a blank firing revolver, which was pretty wild. So they only had, you know, five or six shots, uh, to attempt to ignite that stream. Um, and then later on, we started working with, you know, propane torches and things like that, which you'll see on, uh, early models. And so we decided to take it to the next level with arc ignition. Where you have those two electrodes at the front that generate high voltage arc. Um, that's extremely durable. They like said we've tested that thing for days running nonstop, um, in temperatures, temperature extremes. And, uh, it, it's basically designed to, to run and, and just keep running because we've got that backpack system too that you can mm-hmm. connect to, to our handheld. Handheld holds about 27 seconds worth on the standard pulse fire LRT. But the backpack, you hook that up, and you've got almost five minutes of use. So you could hold that trigger down if you wanted and just run it almost five minutes and uh, shoot twenty-five feet of fire. So we needed to make sure the ignition system was robust enough to handle that, just in case. You know, you never know what people are going to do. But so it, it definitely can, and uh, it's it's awesome.
0: Well, you you're definitely answering everybody's questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, without me even saying a word. So what are actually the applications to use a flamethrower? I know, you know, you watch whole World War Two movies. You see the soldier with the uh, fuel on his back just blasting mm. away with the flamethrower. Uh, do they still use flamethrowers in the military?
1: They do a little. Sorry. <laughs> Currently, right now, we were trying to get into some of, uh, in the military aspects, but, um, no, ever since the, the, I don't remember the years when it actually kind of stopped, but the usage of, um, the flamethrower is, is kind of unique. There's lots of people that light fires each and every day. And, um, with my background and different things, we wanted to have all these safety features involved in this. But if you are lighting fires is dangerous. But if you are lighting fires, this is the safest way to put fire on the ground. You're projecting fire away from you. Um, With my background, I did a lot of control burns, and we use things called a drip torch. Well, you're at arm's length of the flame of what you're lighting. This, we can inject fire up to 25 feet away. And standing in a safer spot, whether you 're doing piles, you can do ditch roads, you can clear fields there's lots of different things and uh the professional aspect is being used by some forestry um different forestry divisions across the country and fire academies lighting you know in interior fires for training stuff and stuff like that but um it is actually the safest way to put fire on the ground you're not Dumping raw fuel and doing the old match flick and and uh, whoofing and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's not only a cool tool, but it's a safer way to put fire down.
0: So you went from putting fires out to taking a step over to the dark side. <laughs> both my boys,
1: both my boys are firefighters, so it's job security for them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now this you, you can use this for forestry, agricultural. Uh, all control type burns, clearing fields, and, and whatnot. Um, and of course, the entertainment. You know? Yeah.
1: Besides, so probably I, I would say, um, we're probably 95% of our sales have been for entertainment just because the red blooded Americans saw this thing and had to have it in a store. But, um, we do legitimize the side of it with, you know, CAL FIRE and, you know, uh, here in Florida, the, Florida Wildlife Division. Whenever they spray, just like say Lake Okeechobee, and they spray the cattails and kill them, and then they go back and they do these control burns. Well, they're using our product to do that. They saw the the need and the the safety side of it. So, you know, we are getting it into the legitimate side of some of these entities for doing the control burns.
2: Yeah, the vast majority will uh, use them for bonfires, weeds, things like that, insect hives. You got a hornet's nest somewhere that's you know, surrounded by something that's not as flammable. <laughs> um, You can use it on that fire amp piles. I mean, all sorts of things like that. So is uses that people have written in that are just like, wow, you can actually use it for that too. Very interesting. You know, some people have used them for, you know, drag strip track prep. <laughs> they go yeah. and heat the, heat the track up with one of these things instead of the walking around with the little propane, you know, you You can apply a lot more heat over a larger area that way, or even a little bit of snow and ice. Of course, water takes a lot of energy uh, to change its temperature, so you apply it on some snow. It's going to have to be a little little light coating, but it does do the trick. It just takes a bit. That's where the backpack comes in handy.
0: (laughs) Well, up here in the northeast, when we have two, three feet of snow. Keeps you warm
2: while you're getting rid of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Every neighbor will want their driveway cleared. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. It's way more fun than shoveling.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have two models right now, currently?
1: Yes, we do. We have um our flagship. It's called the LRT Long Range Torch, uh handheld uh, robust, set it down, way cool. Um, the underbarrel is the second one we came out with. We call it underbarrel because it can be attached to a Picatinny underneath whatever kind of firearm that you have, but it is also still a standalone handheld. Um, it comes with a handle that when removed, that where that handle slides in, um, on that rail, it'll slide right onto a Picatinny. So they both shoot the same distance. One has a 27 second gasoline, um, Fuel tank, the other one's about a 19-20 second. They're both modular to the backpack where they'll hook up and have, like Chris said earlier, almost five minutes of continuous fire. They both shoot about 25 feet, same pump, same nozzle, just uh, one's a little more compact and uh, the other's the one that we original came out with.
0: Uh, five minutes of continuous flame is, uh, you can do a lot of damage and have a lot of fun with that. We did a controlled burn and we probably
1: burned approximately 10 acres. And um, we spot, wow. you're, you're just going and you just spot shoot, you know, you don't keep it down for five minutes. And you're just walking along and giving it a little blasts. And we, we rang 10 acres and still probably had over half of a tank of fuel. To, to light ten acres so it it does go you know quite a bit you don't just hold it down the whole time most people most people don 't hold it down all the time. I guess if you wanted to, you could, but you're giving a little two or three second blast whenever you're you know doing control burn stuff and it it lasts a while
0: that's really remarkable that's it, It's an incredible product and you know, like I said, I saw it and caught my attention right away and um everybody that uh, i've shown it to uh it's like a kid in a candy store. That's it.
1: We've uh, we've done different uh, shows and displays and done things, and you know you're going to have naysayers out there, and this product isn't for. Sure. I've never handed to a naysayer and uh, them do it and then not change their mind and actually have a smile on their face while they were doing it. So it was uh, that was pretty. That was that was a feather in our cap, that's for sure.
0: Now, is there regulations? Uh, does it vary from state to state, or? You know, you could sell this anyway.
1: Um so across could, the I'm gonna let Chris handle this one, so he's he's pretty versed in in the legality side of where they can be used.
2: Yeah, so technically what we have I mean we call it the long range torch because that's technically all it is. It's essentially the same function of a lighter, just at a larger scale. You're emitting a fuel, you're igniting it on the way out. So pretty much the laws across the country, all the states, they don't really specify an item like this typically. Um, Now, obviously, the more popular we get and things like that, uh, that might change, but it's kind of hard to to prohibit something like this. But California, of course, came up with uh, something that'll do that because they have laws for everything. They specifically call out uh, portable flamethrowers that basically mounted a generator that ignites a stream, so... What we did for California is we developed a nozzle that was a spray nozzle, so now it's not a stream, and then also it's designed to go about six to eight feet maximum, so it's a very hot blast that ignites, and I mean, everything's atomized, so it's very hot right in front of you, but it lets us sell them in that state and get them in there. And of course we have the regular nozzle as well that you know we can sell that no problem. It's got labels all over the place saying not to install it in California. But you know, everybody buys them in California for when they go on, you know, their out of state trips or, you know, if they're selling it, you know, things like that, of course. We don't know. But um and then of course then Maryland actually has flamethrowers written into their their laws as as far as destructive devices go, so Technically it kind of falls under like an NFA item at that point in that state. We just avoid that. I mean, it's such a small, nobody's nobody in Maryland really wants it anyway. So (laughs) it's a tiny, (laughs) tiny, tiny market there, but, but, um, pretty much everybody else. It's, it's open. Um, in Michigan, there's one city where the mayor, he's a very, uh, he was, I don't know if he's still the mayor, but he's a very anti fireworks, anti fun kind of guy. So he, uh, he found a flamethrower company that was working on working on stuff there and wanted to shut that down. So the city of Warren, Michigan is also not allowed. Other than that, all across the country, hundred percent legal, just as, just as much as a lighter, or you know, buying a chair from the store. So we can ship it straight to the, somebody's door. You you know, a lot of FFLs are selling them hardware stores, but you don't need a, a, you know, a form. You don't have to fill anything out to buy it or anything like that. So.
0: Does it have to be sold from uh, through an FFL or it can be sold anywhere?
2: No, that's what I mean. It can be sold straight from our website. We're not an FFL. Um and I mean hardware stores and things like that, other, you know, general stores, so um yeah, there's nothing no forms to fill out or anything. It's not a regulated item. Yeah, there's no
1: 4473 required with this anybody. Pawn shops sell them, um feed stores sell them, a lot of we're getting into the agricultural side with a lot of uh um, privately owned, uh, they're looking like a tractor supply store throughout the, the middle of the, the states. They've they just got on board and carrying them, so it, it's just a wider array, a wide array of people that, that are purchasing.
0: Well, it's kind of hard to compare them to a lighter. <laughs> You're not accidentally going to torch your friend with the lighter.
2: Yeah. Luckily, we've introduced a lot of safety measures, of course, because safety is one of our highest priorities with this product, being what it is. I mean, it's the safest that a flamethrower can be. It's on demand. There's no pressurized system inside it, so you're not dealing with a high-pressure strap to your, you know, on board, You don't have to deal with CO2 and that percent battery power, so it uses a fuel pump fuel from a non-pressurized reservoir, just like filling up a a gas, like a weed whacker, lawnmower, things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You fill that up with fuel. You turn it on, you press the button. It's pulling the fuel from the tank and sending it through the nozzle in that moment when you're pressing it. So that's the only time that pressure is generated. And it's only between the pump and the nozzle. And uh so basically just your, your power has to be on. We also have a valve at the nozzle that has to be open. As you can close, it. essentially gasoline on its own will generate pressure just sitting there idly. So if you leave the tank a quarter full, half full, you set it on the shelf, that's going to eventually start dripping out the front because it wants to become vapor no matter what it's, it's always trying to get out. So if yeah. you don't have a valve up there to close it, it's going to drip. So we, we close that valve, but it also acts as a secondary safety because the pump cannot overcome that valve. And, in fact, if you run the pump for 5, 10 seconds with that closed, you're going to seize up that pump because it's, it just can't take it. And then, of course, we also have a flip-up safety switch on the rear handle. Um, that was one of the things we implemented immediately after realizing pretty much everybody, as soon as they get the flamethrower, they want to show it off to their family and friends. They're out there lighting stuff. Here, try it out. It's still on. The first thing they do when they grab it, their thumb goes right on the button. Oh, we got fire all of a sudden. So we try to put a lot of steps in the way um, before shooting fire and make sure everybody's well aware of how it functions and what to do uh, to make it do what it does (laughs) and not to do it unless they're out in a safe area pointed in the right direction, you know.
0: So how does somebody come about uh, becoming a dealer? We, um, we
1: have people that call in all the time and anybody who wants to become a dealer will have a sales rep reach out. Um, the sales reps cover all the states. So there's someone, there's a sales rep being, uh, that will be represented in that person's area, so we would have them contact them, and they would either steer them directly to us or possibly even go through distribution It's according to the size and how much business they want to do, whether it be a factory director. Uh, we also have eight distributors which sell throughout the entire country to all the all the outdoor shops. So either way, they'll either be direct or go through dis- distributor, but we'll have a sales rep get a hold of them. They'll get a hold of them within one day and uh, get them set up. And how does somebody find you? Um, if they go on um, Tech, our webpage is super, super cool. Um, it shows about us. It shows what we stand for. It tells about our warranties. It has how to videos um it has dealer locator so um lots of really cool information super proud of the uh our webpage it's really it's really cool um chris is the one who spearheaded that did everything keeps up with it but if uh if anybody wanted to take time to go to exothermic.tech T E C H they could get on there and it would show everything there is to know about us. All right. And what's next for you guys? not sure um we have a really cool new uh it's the it's the same lrt that um we currently have but we're going to be doing it in a a newer finish that's coming up so that's going to be um shown at shot show we'll be going to shot show here coming up and um just keep refining you know we did a couple new updates on on the existing lrt and just keep refining what we have um we have a couple things down the road that we're probably going to be working on but uh we're not going to let the cat out of the bag yet.
0: All Speaking right. of
2: shot show, uh, we'll be at booth four four three four seven. We got a ten by thirty on the first floor, uh, right next to one of the cafeterias. So should be a prime spot there. We're going to have TVs up galore. We'll have all the products that people can we'll have multiple LRTs, UBFs, and of course the new finish option available for people to handle and you know, talk to us. And we'll have patches and stickers and things like that, of course. But um so you can meet and greet us there and. Talk about flamethrowers.
0: Are you going to be at range day?
2: Uh, no. They tend to not like flamethrowers at range day, which is kind of weird because it's in around Vegas and it's a big dirt pit. I mean, what are they afraid of that we're going to light on fire out there? Yep. <laughs> but,
0: yeah. <laughs> so. uh,
1: we, we kind of got shot down.
0: Well, I'll see you at SHOT Show, and um, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to it.
1: Cool. Bye. And uh, if you want to set up something there and do a little something from the booth right there also, we can do that. So that'll be cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time. Um, I will see you guys there. Don't don't forget to check out their website. They got some great models. Once you get your hands on one, you're going to want to have one. (laughs) That's a fact. And I certainly appreciate you having us today. All right. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks, Thanks for again. All righty.